Awesome, awesome. Well, tonight I'm excited that we get to continue our series that we've been in together, growing together, right? We've been talking about life groups and getting involved in a life group and why it's important. And, 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 and we've been hearing messages from Pastor Jim and, and Pastor Mark, Pastor Mike. And so today I, I'm just excited that I get to continue this message. And so what I want us to talk about is the importance of friendship in growing together, right? I, I really believe friendship matters. And that's why I titled the message this. And we're going to learn from God's word about what it says about godly friendships, finding a community of believers that we get to grow together with. You see, I think a lot of us have been told a lie about friends. And that lie comes via Facebook, right? How many of you have 500 friends, but when you need somebody to pick you up from discount tire, you got nobody, <laughs> right? You've got a thousand friends in that one time you need like two extra dollars. Nobody's around, right? Facebook has told us the lie. Or maybe, maybe you've heard or, or read this message. You didn't hear it. You read this message, right? You're scrolling down your feed. This happens to me all the time. And I'm, I'm just amazed. I'm, I'm scrolling down and I, and I read this. It says, if you're reading this message, you have made it through my true friends list. You're special to me, and that's why I didn't delete you. And I'm thinking, I don't even know who you are. <laughs> I'm like, who are you? And, but yeah, I'm their true friend and made their special list. And so Facebook has really turned uh, our, our mind away from what true friendship is. And so what I want us to do is to look to God's Word to find out what friendship is. I love this quote. It says, friendship isn't about who you've known the longest. It's about who walked into your life and said, I'm here for you. And then they proved it. What a beautiful thing. They said, I'm here for you. And then they proved it. They didn't just leave you alone. See, friendship should be something that we long for. Healthy friendships, right, can bring a sense of community that sometimes we don't get in this large room. Right now, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with with uh, coming to church. Absolutely, you need church. It's it's a wonderful thing. But there's there's life that happens in groups. Hence, why we named it Life Groups. Life happens in groups, and so we want you to find these groups because they'll be impactful to your life. Your family will be uh, stronger when you get into these uh, life groups. We say we're better together. Well, then we have to experience life together. We can't just be left alone. We, we have to see what life looks like with someone else being there with us. And so I want us to look to God's Word. So if you have your Bible, whether you're turning it on or you're flipping to it, find yourself in Hebrews chapter 10. Hebrews chapter 10. I love the book of Hebrews. What a great book. But in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 24 and 25, it says, And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds. Not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another and more as you see the day approaching. That's what true friendship ought to do. That we would spur one another toward love and good deeds. We don't just leave our friend alone. We don't just leave our, uh, uh, our friend to, to, to live life the way they do. No, we're supposed to help. We're supposed to help because none of us should do life alone. None of us. Think about how boring that would be. Now, some of you might think, man, I just love being by myself. It's a great thing. But till you need somebody, then you're going to think, man, I really wish I had some people around me. 
Now, I don't just preach this. I, I, I practice this. This is something that, that my wife and I do, okay? So, so just so you know, so you don't think, well, well Pastor Matt, you know, what, what do you do? Well, I'm going to tell you. The first thing my wife and I do, we lead a small group. We leave a life group. It's a young couple's life group. We got little ones running around like crazy and, and, and we have some good food and we just, we, we gather, we talk about life. And right now we're going through the Art of Marriage series, which is an incredible series. And, and so we, we lead this group. Not only do we lead a group, we attend a life group. So, something we don't lead, we don't host, we just attend it because we know how important it is for our daughter to grow up around other Christians how important it is for our lives to be uh, modeled with other Christians. And so we're doing that. And then lastly, I'm part of a men's group. Men, how many of y'all are part of a men's group? And how many of y'all are blessed by that men's group? I'm part of a men's group where I get to go every other Tuesday and, and hear God's word, but also grow by hearing other men that are going through struggles just like I am, or maybe going through joys just like I am. It's the beauty of life groups. And so through it all, what we are developing is friendships that matter. And so I want us to look at two examples in the Bible where we learn something about friendship, where we, where we get to experience friendship on a new level. And so the first thing is this, is, is that in the Bible, we learn that friendship is loyal. Look at your neighbor and say loyal. Friendship is loyal. Right? We find ourselves in the book of 1 Samuel chapter 18. This moment where David and Jonathan meet for the first time. Right? And we see that after David had finished talking with Saul, Jonathan became one in spirit with David. He loved him as himself. From that day, Saul kept David with him and did not let him return home to his family. And Jonathan made a covenant with David because he loved him as himself. Jonathan took off his robe and he, uh, that he was wearing and gave it to David along with his tunic and even his sword, his bow, and his belt. Whatever mission Saul sent him on, David was so successful that Saul gave him high rank in the army. This pleased all the troops and Saul's officers as well. You see, Jonathan immediately knew that this was a God moment. This was a friendship that God was going to cultivate. And so it says that he, he, his soul was tied to him. Another version said their hearts were knitted together. They became good friends with one another. And, and I think that's, that's what we have to learn when we're, we're looking at life groups is it's not just something for me to tend. It's something for me to get out of it. Now I know it's not all about me, but sometimes I just need a friend that's going to be there in my tough moments. See, because trust is one of the hardest things to win with an individual. Especially when we're trying to give up things that are personal to us. When we've got to open up to people and we're not used to that, that seems very difficult. But we see Jonathan model that. You see, he gave David his sword. He not only gave David his sword, he gave him his belt. These were things that he needed. These were things that were personal to him. And he gave them up. And so as difficult as it might be to open up at a life group, I'm telling you, you'll be blessed by it because your, your friendship is going to be uh, uh, one built upon trust. We have a hard time trusting people with things. Some of you, it took years to find a barber or a hairstylist because you don't want to look bad. I don't have that problem. 
But at the same time we do that in the spiritual world, it takes us years to find somebody that we're comfortable with and we don't want to tell them what's going on because we're afraid we're going to look bad. What I'm telling you today is that even though it's difficult when we open up about personal things and we're in a life group with somebody and we're growing together, you'll realize that loyalty is strengthened. You can trust them and they can trust you. And it's this beautiful relationship. I love that Jonathan gave up what was his because it shows me today that a loyal friendship sometimes requires sacrifice. Later in the story, we see Saul, who's, who's Jonathan's father. Uh, he wants to kill David. And, and so Jonathan protects David from harm. Loyal friendships will protect. A loyal friendship will protect the, the, the moments that we need them. That loyal friendship will be there. So the question comes to mind, uh, would the community of friends you're associated with be considered loyal and godly friends? I hope that through this message that we evaluate our friends, we evaluate who's closest to us. Loyal friendships are from the heart. Loyalty happens when a community of friends is fulfilling an empty spot that's in our heart because we need them. I can look across this congregation today and see people that I, I've known that for so many years that have modeled that. Some of your best friends in the room are, are here today. Your best friends in the whole world are here today because you've seen the importance of finding a life group that, that says, you know what, I need loyal friends that are going to be there with me to the end. Loyal community, not only is it hard to find, it's hard to let go of. And that's why it's so important. The last thing I want to share with us today is friendship is constant. Look at your neighbor and say constant. I want us to look now if we go to the book of Ruth. Let's go to the book of Ruth. We, we find Naomi who's, who's in a moment where she's at, at, at the bottom of life, right? She is, she is down and out. She lost her husband. She lost her kids. Nothing's going right. She has her two daughter-in-laws and... and and she's telling them, you know what, you guys just, y'all go. I, I, I don't need y'all. Y- y- y'all have to go. Uh, she knows that she might not find a, 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 another husband, and she knows she might not have more kids, so they won't have husbands. And, uh, and so she tells them to go. And it, it says in Ruth chapter 1, verse 14, it says, At this they wept aloud again. Then Oprah kissed her mother-in-law and said goodbye. But Ruth clung to her. Look, said Naomi, your sister-in-law going back to her people and her gods. Go back with her. But Ruth replied, don't urge me to leave you or to turn back from you. Where you go, I will go. And where you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my people and your God will be my God. Where you die, I will die and there I will be buried. May the Lord deal with me, be it ever so severely, if Even death separates you and me. When Naomi realized that Ruth was determined to go with her, she stopped urging her. Consistent friendships are honored. Consistent friendships are honored. As low as she could have been and and she had nothing to offer her, she stuck with her. She clung to her saying, I'm not going anywhere else. I'm sticking by you. Some of us need friends that way. Some of us need friends that are going to hold on to us and, and, and hang out with us when we're at the lowest of lows. And they're going to understand 
They're not going to look to us and just be like, man, I'm tired of hearing your problems. We need consistent friends, church. And I'm telling you today, when you get involved in a life group and you realize that friendship matters, you're going to find these consistent friends. You're going to find somebody that will be there through the toughest moments. See, later in the story, Ruth finds herself working in the field and she comes across a man named Boaz. And he says this, he says, I've been told all about what you have done for your mother-in-law since the death of her husband, of your husband. How you left your father and mother in your homeland and came to live with a people you did not know before. May the Lord repay you for what you have done. May you be richly rewarded by the Lord, the God of Israel, under whose wings you have come to take refuge. When we find community where we can be consistent with somebody, where we can be loyal with somebody, our heart begins to grow. Our love for God begins to grow because we realize that these are God-appointed moments. These aren't moments that I create on my own. These are God-created moments, and, and I need those moments in order for me to continue on. And so church, evaluate that. Are you in a life group? Maybe God's been telling you it's, it's your turn to lead a life group. Take that step. We have life group leader training starting this month. Join it. On the 19th, we have it, 9 a.m. Be sure to be there if, if God is calling you to do that. And so for weeks now, we've been talking to you about joining a life group. And, and today, I just want to take a quick moment before we dismiss to let you know how to do that. And the first thing is, is for you to go to our app. If you have our app, you can find a life group. You go to next steps, then there's a button there that says grow. Click on that. When that opens up, you'll see join a group. Find a life group for you and your family. Trust me, you won't regret investing time. As tired as you can be, I'll tell you, there's guys in my life group here tonight, and I think every single week we hear you know, I was tired when I got out of work, but I'm so glad I came today. I'm uplifted by being here today. Because there's something about growing with others, sticking together. The next thing you can do is go to our Connection Center. I'll be there directly after this service. As soon as I pray, I'm going to run out that way and I'm going to get to our Connection Center. And I want to see you. I, we have a card that you can fill out and we're going to find the group for you and your family. And lastly, is on our website. If you go to the more tab, go under next steps, you'll see join a life group and it'll take you right to where you need to be to find a life group. Church, it's so vital for us to grow together with others because friendship matters. Would you stand with me today? I want to pray over you. If you're in a life group, stay in that life group. Be a consistent and loyal friend. As consistent as you can possibly be. Be loyal as you can possibly be. Encourage one another. Grow together. It's a beautiful thing. If you're not in a life group, I encourage you, join a life group. Join that life group because you will be impacted by it. Trust me, you will be impacted by it. I can't wait for the day that my little Miriam 
knows that we're going to small group and she gets excited to see her friends, right? And right now she's too young. We tell her we're going somewhere. She's just excited to leave the house. But I can't wait till she's just excited because she knows she gets to see her friends. That's what I have to do as a dad to model to my kid. So I encourage you, church, to find that. And so would you bow your heads? Let's pray. And I'm going to pray a prayer over you that you would find the right life group for you. Father, I thank you so much, Lord, for your word that's true to us today, that teaches us to be loyal, that teaches us to be consistent. Lord, I pray, Father, that you would allow us to find the group that you want us to be in. Because godly friendships do matter because uh, what you've created inside of us is, is to, to be with others, that we shouldn't do it alone, Father. You created relationships for a reason. And God, I pray that each and every one of us would find the life group that we're supposed to be in. If we're already in one or we're already leading one, Father, I pray that you would just give us strength to lead. Give us strength to attend every single week and, and, and grow through these groups. We thank you, Lord God, for what you're going to do in Westover Hills through life groups, through families that sit around a table and talk about you, through friends that, that open your word and grow from it. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for what you're doing. I pray blessing over everybody that's in this room. And it's in Jesus' mighty and holy name we pray. And everybody said, amen and amen. Thank you so much for being with us today. You are dismissed. God bless.